This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Farm Journal's Trust in Food Initiative and the America's Conservation Ag Movement, launching July 26th on the National Mall. Learn more at trustinfood.com. Good Tuesday afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a multi-agency appropriation bill 227 to 194 this afternoon. The bill includes spending for the Department of Agriculture, Environmental Protection Agency, and a handful of other agencies. The bill is more of a messenger bill laying out Democrat spending priorities. Both chambers and the White House have yet to agree on spending or budget caps for the upcoming fiscal year. A bipartisan group of senators is urging U.S. Environmental Protection Agency officials to update an environmental analysis on ethanol. Senator Dick Durbin of Illinois is leading the charge with Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. Grassley says the letter asks the agency to adopt greenhouse gases, regulated emissions, and energy use in transportation, or the GREET model. The EPA uses an out-of-date calculation, severely underestimating the greenhouse gas reductions from ethanol. So, you might expect, when looking to market ethanol to countries looking for environmentally friendly fuels, our exporters have to go to great lengths to explain that our main environmental agency, the EPA, is not using up-to-date data. The GREET model uses more than 100 fuel production pathways and 85 vehicle systems to measure the life cycle GHG of vehicle fuels. Nine other senators also signed the letter. The National Pork Producers Council launched a new campaign on livestock gene editing today. The Keep America First in Agriculture campaign pushes for gene editing in livestock to be solely regulated by the Department of Agriculture. Dan Kovich is NPPC's Deputy Director of Science and Technology. He says USDA should be the sole agency regulating livestock gene editing. We are looking for leadership from the White House to reconvene talks under the existing coordinated framework, looking at the authorities that the agencies already have, to come up with a new path forward. This should not require any legislation. There are other legitimate, viable regulatory pathways that the USDA and the FDA, in terms of the actual editing step itself, can look at to come up with something that will work for U.S. agriculture. The FDA currently holds regulatory authority over gene editing in food-producing animals. A coalition of public interest groups filed a lawsuit in Arkansas today challenging the constitutionality of a state law prohibiting undercover investigations that expose abuses at farms and other businesses throughout the state. This is the eighth lawsuit challenging these sorts of laws. Earlier lawsuits have resulted in courts striking down similar laws in Idaho, Utah, Wyoming, and Iowa. Join Farm Journal's Trust in Food this July 26th on the National Mall for the launch of America's Conservation Ag Movement. Learn how we're helping farmers and ranchers make more sustainable and profitable business decisions. Sign up at trustinfood.com. A University of Illinois professor predicts several million acres of soybeans to go unplanted this year as farmers still try to plant crops. Professor of Farm Management Gary Schnitke expects 3 to 4 million soybean acres will not get planted this year. A lot of the prevent plant acres are in areas north than we typically see for double crop. Again, northern Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. So planting now, you're, you're going to be wondering again about the moisture levels of that grain later on. And, you know, we could be looking 
at fairly high moisture levels and a very late harvest if we continue to plant soybeans now. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says data indicates wet weather looks to continue for much of the summer. Real focus for a lot of this wet weather appears that it'll be across the Rockies, the Great Plains, and the Western Corn Belt with perhaps some risk of drying out a little bit as you move further east through the Midwest. That could be an issue if we do see any extended periods of hot, dry weather. It could be a major problem for areas east of the Mississippi River but it kind of looks like that overarching cool wet weather pattern may well continue for the heartland for the vast majority of the summer based on outlooks from the Weather Service. Rippy adds an active El Nino weather pattern is fueling much of these storm systems crossing the country. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.